Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Mustafa Ali requests his WWE release. The real reason he asked for his WWE release. We have a rumor killer on AEW wrestlers in the Royal Rumble. And AEW star Britt Baker says she just can't trust WWE. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Kick things off with the story of the day. Well, it's the story of yesterday, yes. really, given that's when it broke. Uh, Mustafa Ali has requested his WWE release. He revealed as much on social media, uploading a brief video to his Twitter page, uh, which had the following message in it. Uh, I have a message that is much bigger than my dreams in pro wrestling. Despite my best efforts, I will not be able to deliver this message while working with WWE. Therefore, I am requesting my release from WWE. Now, at the time of recording, there is no word on whether or not WWE have agreed to that request, Mm -hmm. but there is precedent recently with Tony Storm, of course, requesting her release in December and being granted it pretty much immediately. So we'd expect something more to come of this very, very soon. Either way, whatever's going to happen. Whatever the case, Ali, been with WWE since 2016, the original Cruiserweight Classic. That's how he came through. He was in the cruiserweight division for a while, 205 Live, all of that stuff. 2019, or maybe a little bit before, 2018, he joined the main roster properly. Uh, came within, like, you know, touching distance of the WWE title for a while, really. You just literally take the money in the bank briefcase down, you're touching it, mate. Yeah. I know Brock Lesnar's coming out, but yeah, just grab it. Come on, you silly sausage. Uh, that's not to say he was definitely going to win the belt or anything no. like that, but there was talks of him being originally intended for that Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Uh, but Kofi, obviously, organic rise in popularity while Ali was injured. Uh, that played out the way it did. Retribution happened. That wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> he, of course, had the Mansoor feud last week, but he's been off TV since late October. And there's more to this story. Yeah, and I'll talk about it, and then we'll give our thoughts on, on everything. Uh, because according to Fightful Select, no crap, just sap Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select, a heated argument with one Vincent Kennedy McMahon may have preceded Mustafa Ali, well, has preceded, according to reports, 
Mustafa Ali requesting his WWE release. Um, this all happened, supposedly, uh, when they were discussing what's next for this character. Uh, McMahon pitched something Mustafa Ali would never have done, reads the report, uh, when the former leader of, as Andy Murray said, uh, they scrapped that whole new America character, despite the fact they literally yeah. just aired a vignette for it. They're discussing new ideas. Vince pitches something. Big argument happens. Uh, and like you said, we haven't seen him on telly since October. We assumed initially that was all just nice stuff because of the birth of his baby daughter, Dua. But subsequent to that, obviously, he hasn't appeared since then. And uh, WWE aren't relatively known for being like, you know what? Take as long as you need. Yeah. They're normally like, cool, well, the baby's out. Uh, see you next week, sort of thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised, to be honest, by yeah. all this. And But also astonished that they've got someone of his skill in between the ropes and they buggered it up at almost every yeah, opportunity. They, yeah. they gave him the hacker gimmick. They gave him the leader of retribution. They did the whole, oh, I used to be a policeman and now I'm going to be a wrestler. It was almost like make a difference yeah. back too for a while. And like, I was just like, just, how about you just let him be Mustafa Ali? Because he's a genuine inspiration to a lot of people outside of the ring anyway. It's, yeah, this situation, man, it's like I'm desperate to learn like almost perversely what was pitched to him mm. that was so bad for him to go off piss off Vince not only piss off like, Vince piss off Vince forever yeah go away I'm requesting my release a few months later um in, I did not expect this situation to unravel the way it did because Ali has always put everything into every creative oh, direction, yeah. right? Like, Retribution, which I think most people would agree really sucked. Um, he still worked hard with it and tried to make it work. He did all that um, like extra stuff on social media yeah. or on like the WWE.com exclusives or whatever it may be to try and make sense of the bollocks he was handled. Yeah. And even when they went, yeah, cool, so first match for Retribution, loss. Yeah, exactly. It, he still sort of went, oh, no, this is part of a bigger picture. It's, it's still good, it's still good. Like, fair play to him. He completely throws himself into whatever he's given. Yeah. Worked great with, with that whole Mansoor, oh, you get thing. Uh, awkward couple yeah. tag teams. Yeah, like, we all like, know this is leading to Saudi Arabia. What but, do you mean? They never do that story. But, like... He's going to be a credit wherever he ends up. I'm not just going to automatically say AEW, but wherever yeah. he decides to go, uh, if they do, as you say, grant him his release, what a gem they've got on their hands, whoever gets him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the, the way his message here is phrased, it kind of suggests maybe that he has ambitions outside of wrestling mm -hmm. as well, which fair play. Uh, and it's like when someone's released, like a lot of people get quite defensive about it and go, oh, what do you mean he should have been pushed to like world title? Well, that's not what we're saying. It's like... It's just amazing that they couldn't do more again. And it's always amazing because they've had so much talent on their books over the years. Mm -hmm. But with a guy who wrestles really well, he can talk, he presents himself really well. He's, uh, by all accounts, a great guy away from the ring as well. It's just kind of wild that they couldn't find more to do with someone like that other than, like, occasional loser on main roster TV or retribution leader. It, 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 the whole thing is just kind of whack. But... All, more power to him. Um, I think he's going to find fulfillment yes. elsewhere, be it in wrestling or outside of wrestling. He really did work with everything he was given and he tried his best. Um, hasn't panned out the way he'd like, obviously. 
But yeah, it must have been something pretty drastic to trigger this argument. But also, I just realised, and don't know why this has just popped into my head, but we are potentially one huge step closer to Mustafar Ali, or whatever they're going to call him outside of WWE, versus Will Ospreay, which I really want to see now, I've just thought of that. That would be a lovely good time. Yes, please. Wouldn't it? Uh, We're going to move on. We're going to move over to AEW uh, for a little bit. So last week, obviously, we spoke about the prospect of a forbidden door entrant in the (laughs) Men's Royal Rumble. It was a WrestleVotes report uh, stating that WWE wanted a forbidden door entry in the men's match Mm because we've got Mickie James in the women's match. Let's have one for the men's as well. Naturally, when that report came out, everyone went... Bonkers with speculation. CM Punk. Uh, yeah. Sting. What, what if it was Darby Allen and MJF and all of this stuff? People went nuts. Rumor killer on that. Uh. Specifically regarding AEW, Dave Meltzer in uh, the Figure Four Online Wrestling Observer Daily Update today, stating that there won't. That categorically, there's not going to be an AEW wrestling. Get that out of your heads straight away. And specifically, he says John Moxley won't be at the event. Oh, no, John Moxley won't be at the event. <laughs> yeah, but Dean Ambrose. Oh, yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Moxley slash Ambrose slash Jonathan Good, whatever Indeed. we're calling him, uh, was one of the main names speculated by people because of his history mm-hmm. in WWE. Um, look, we, we've been quite clear in our opinion on this yes. from day one. Um, I think that as soon as this story came out, there was a less than 0% chance that it was ever going to be an AEW wrestler. But look, we're all wrestling fans. We like fantasy booking. It's fun. It's exciting to think of the possibility of like Cody showing up. Yes. Or, or whoever you want to name in the Royal Rumble. It just wasn't realistic, really, at the start. I mean, if you go back to Chris Jericho appealing, appealing, mm. appearing on Broken Skull Sessions, what an own goal that was for yep. WWE. Gee whiz. Free advertisement for AEW immediately next week after that. The show pops 1.2 million viewers. Uh, massive surge in Google interest as well, putting eyes on AEW's product by having Jericho on the show. You think he's going to put a wrestler in the Royal Rumble? Nah. No, exactly. I think we all knew that it probably is going to be an impact wrestler if we are going to get a male yeah. star coming through the forbidden door. You pitched Moose, which I think is a really, really good idea. Um, but like you say, people shouldn't be surprised by this. No. But uh, a lot of Dean Ambrose on uh, Friday Night Smackdown. Stop it. Stop it, A lot Adam. of Dean Ambrose. Uh, so, yeah. Did you know they uh, edited him out of the footage the week before? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Twitter! <laughs> I did a little joke on Twitter uh, about the 30-second promo video that they did, you know, tonight on Smackdown, featuring one shot with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Just a little joke. And got called uh, Bony Virgin piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> He's can't, you can't tweet anything. There's a lovely it. weekend on yeah. Twitter, which why I didn't look at it. So. The lesson here is don't tell jokes. That's exactly Jokes right. are bad. Uh, right, let's conclude by talking about uh, AW star Britt Baker, who basically said in an interview, you can't trust a word that WWE <laughs> says, which is yeah, mostly a fair assessment. Uh, she was chatting with the brilliant Kenny McIntosh for Inside the Ropes uh, and said, I just feel like you can't trust anything with that company. Whereas at AEW, I've never been promised anything that didn't follow through. This relating to the fact, of course, that WWE uh, made her an offer in the early yeah, days of AEW. Uh, and, uh, oh yeah, expressed interest, not yeah. necessarily Nader offer. I just uh, said expressed a release doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she continues in the interview though, uh, it's something that unfortunately it's sad to say that it, that it comes down to that. I know business is business and I understand totally that's what it is but as a wrestler, business is business as well. Uh, one of the main stars of AW's women's division uh, yeah. talking facts. Yeah, I mean like, look WWE 
gave BFAB a new multi-year contract in October and then released her two weeks later. So you can't trust a word no. they say. Uh, unless you're Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar or someone like way at the top. Um, and there's countless examples of this throughout history. I think for Brit as well, when they showed her on camera at TakeOver, right? She was told <laughs> yeah. She was told beforehand, like the area you're sitting in, there's no way you're gonna be on camera. It's fine. You won't be seen. No risk at all, Brit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Boom, there she is. You know, eh, come on. Like, and she's been very kind about that experience in interviews afterwards, saying that Triple H and Stephanie were very apologetic, but she's got good reason not to trust these people. And look, she seems to be having a great time in AEW. Yeah, exactly. AEW. So there you have it. Um... A fair assessment, uh, and uh, yeah, in interesting to see what happens with her next because they've got this ongoing storyline, mm. and her as world champion. I, I'm fascinated to see what they do next with her, yeah. and hopefully, it's a continuation of an improvement on that women's division because without a doubt, WWE's women's division is better than AEW's right now. But with Britt Baker at the helm, maybe that could change. I think it's moving in the right yes. direction at least. It's not great. Don't don't go nuts comment section, but uh, you know. Slight upward trend. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Uh, right, it says on my phone the tweets aren't loading right now. Whilst that cool. gets fixed, uh, I'll <laughs> let you know that you can tweet us at WhatCultureWWE if you want to send us Twitter questions. Just like uh, Mark Smith, who says, uh, with the fans cheering Roman on mm. SmackDown, could WWE have. He means Brock. He's written Brick. That's tickled me. I like Brick. Could WWE <laughs> have Brock and Heyman screw him at the Rumble <laughs> and pull a double turn? So, yeah, despite the, the crowd reactions, and, you know, they're, they're not always the most adept at listening to crowd reactions, <laughs> I think it'll be the other way around. Yes. Uh, I feel like Heyman is an agent of chaos, and he's going to screw Brock in some way. And we I are just gonna... don't want to see that character dynamic again, to be honest. Heal yeah. Brock and heal Heyman. I, I'm quite liking Big Banter Farmer Brock. <laughs> It's like it's it's fun and it's different, and Brock seems to be having a lot of enjoyment out of it as well. So I think that's going to be the direction. But look, I, I don't think anything's really off the table. No, exactly. You get the feeling that one of them's probably not leaving the Royal Rumble with a world title. But I sense. Uh, I also like the fact that it'd give shenanigans Bobby Lashley a W over Brock Lesnar. I think Bobby Lashley wins, and then you take the WWE Championship off in a direction with hopefully Big E, Royal Rumble winner, uh, and the Universal Championship, which of course is on SmackDown. That stage with the whole Brock Roman thing through to WrestleMania. Very good. I'm with you. But yes, I can understand why you might think that they would just go back to the tropes that they've used before because it's WWE. Uh, Dirk Medley gives us our second question of the day. Hey, gents. Hope all's well. Uh, so with the Briscoe's Open Challenge announcement, do you think FTR will pop up to probably kickstart the feud? Like to hear your guys' thoughts on the potential challenges. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's kind of odd how this thing hasn't really progressed past the angle at Final Battle when mm -hmm. they had that hot brawl, of course, in December. Uh, I just, I've been kind of sitting there waiting, to be honest, for the Briscoes to show up on AEW mm -hmm. television to further that. Um, but yeah, definitely, I, I feel like all of this is connected. Um, I They're think doing a lot of stuff on social media between the two of them, they are. two groups, aren't they? Yeah. They are, and that Ring of Honor angle was awesome. So I think any feud between them, whether it manifests in AEW or on the indies or wherever, will be really cool. Yeah, just call me Jim Cornette. I'd love to see this. I think the Briscoe Brothers versus FTR could be one of the best matches of the year. A sensational feud. We all know what these guys are about. Hopefully it goes down 
in AEW. We'll wait and see, but I think the Briscoe brothers would be uh, a brilliant addition to that roster yeah. as well. I'm with you. Uh, right, final question today comes from Jonathan Johnson, who says, Hello, guys. With Bailey being set to return to WWE for WrestleMania, do you think it would be wise for WWE to use her for on-screen promos to set up her next match? Mm, I guess it depends on the time scale, really, uh, for the return. I, I believe the report in the Wrestling Observer last week was really, it could be anywhere between now and March, which is quite a big window, February or March looking kind of more likely. Mm -hmm. um, if she's good to go by like early March, I don't think there's any need to bring her in in advance. Like, I don't think you need to have her on TV for three months to build up to something. Um, particularly when WWE's short-term storytelling tends to be more effective than their long-term. Uh, so I, I don't think so. No, I don't think you need her. Off the top of my head, you need her for WrestleMania because she's really good. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you now. got? Have they got anything? Like I'm, in, I'm assuming, Raw side of the women's division, you're getting Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch because she's trying to get so, away yeah. from her at the moment. So maybe Bianca does back-to-back -back Rumble wins, for example. On the SmackDown side of things, aside from maybe some sort of dream match with Lita, I don't yeah. know if they've got anything planned. Great to see Lita back, by the way. Um, I don't think they've got anything planned. So yeah. Bailey's going to return. She's going to get a hero's return, despite the way that she left. Bailey versus Charlotte WrestleMania—that's yeah. not a bad match to just chuck on the card, is it? I feel like it—it'll, for me, it'll probably be that or Lita versus Charlotte. Yeah. Um, the Lita thing was 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 fun, but kind of weird when she said, "I've never been in a Royal Rumble before." You're in 2018. What are you talking about, silly sausage? <laughs> Who wrote that line? A silly exactly, sausage wrote yeah. that line. But yeah, both would be cool. Sure. I'm dead excited to see Bailey back. As almost as excited as Michael Hamlet is. Very giddy finding out that report of her returning before Mars. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And the ongoing feud, it seems, <laughs> between Andy Murray and one Baron Corbin. <laughs> Last time, at least you sort of, you know, like tweeted about him. You, you know, yeah, not, you weren't necessarily, you know, I deserved it. Back, I deserved it. But you were poking the bear yeah, and saying, yeah, yeah. ah, Baron Corbin likes his steak well done. I didn't know Baron Corbin was like a big meat guy. So he replies, <laughs> we reported on this last week, he replies, and then on Friday night, I log into Twitter and found out he's gone, you know what, love, I think it's time for me to tweet Andy Murray again. <laughs> I want to dedicate this perfectly cooked tenderloin I made Wednesday to Andy H. Murray. Every single bite was amazing and ketchup-free. You, sir, are welcome. And also, credit to you for how you responded to this. Yeah, I just replied saying, fair play, you win, because the steak looks amazing. Yeah, at that point. Like, it looks really good. Uh, I want to go for dinner with Baron Corbin if that's too. what he's cooking. And he liked the reply as well, which shows he's not a dick. Hey. Good stuff. Hey, hey, Baron Corbin. You are right. You know what? You need to eat a stick like that. What? Nice Jesus like Christ! Right? So. Is that ketchup? Or the end or? ketchup. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I should have tweeted Madcap Moss, shouldn't I? <laughs> That'd have been an easier target. What? Uh, by the way, I take the L. Madcap Moss, my new favourite gear: shorts and suspenders, and that body. We couldn't pull that off. No, no way. Absolutely but, not. Yeah, you know. Or, I think did Madcap Moss and Baron Gorman just become our best friends because Madcap Moss's joke about the poo day was very funny on SmackDown. Poo day. I guess we're part of the crew now. <laughs> Can we? Yep. I didn't sure. see this coming at the start of the year. Maybe we could get Baron on the channel to show us how to cook steak real good. Oh, because like they, this guy knows how to cook steak. I mean, I, it, I'd just like someone to show me how to cook. But yeah, how to cook <laughs> steak would be fantastic. The offer is there if you're watching. Come on, Baron. Baron. Come on through. Exactly right. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily 
Wrestling Podcast, myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to review AW Rampage Smackdown and look ahead to Monday Night Raw later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions and, I don't know, recipes at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Higgledy Pig... Ow. Higgledy Piggledy. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. <laughs> 